We had one of the industry leaders in Bedbug stop by, Dini Miller. If you've never heard of Dini Miller, where are you? But Dini, just explain to us, give us your background real quick. Well, um, if you'd have told me when I was 20 years old that my life was going to be all about bed bugs, I would have been very surprised. <laughs> but that's kind of the way it's worked out. I'm a professor at Virginia Tech, and I specialize in urban pest management, and was silly enough to get into bed bugs around 2006. <laughs> And let's just say that since then it's taken over my life. But I have to admit, my first love is still the German cockroach in public housing. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I remember th when you first did your research on Gentrol and XLO 565. It changed the whole protocol. Yeah. I was like, oh, we got to go and we got to get XLO 565 because it kills the eggs, kills everything. But it was great. Dini just shared some wonderful pictures with us of uh, her bed bug excursions. Give us one of your like worst encounters. I'm pleased to say I'm probably working in the most infested place I've ever worked right now. Wow. And this is in Vinton, Virginia. It's a rural location and it happens to be basically a double wide trailer, four people living in it. And um, they're all either mentally or physically disabled in some way. And I got uh, asked to come in and help with their bed bug infestation by social service workers. And I have to say, you know, what I'm glad about is knowing that we can help people out. That's one of the best things. Is I can't fix all their problems, but this is one I think we can fix. Right. And uh, the whole place is covered in bed bugs. They're very much suffering with bites, but uh, we can do something about that. What would you say right now? Uh, so you do so much work. What is the best chemical? It's always got to be a cocktail, right? Well, I will say the first thing I want everybody to always consider is when you go into a new infestation, you've got to be there thinking. It's not like somebody says bed bugs, oh, you say bed bugs, we say crossfire, you say bed bugs, we say heat. Because you really need to look at the size of the location, how complicated it is, how much clutter they have, and what is the size of the infestation. We don't want to treat four bed bugs the way that we treat 4,000. Right. And we have a lot of tools available right now. It's always a long, hard journey that requires some persistence and acceptance. But we can get them out of there. But I would say low-level infestations, I'm more a fan of chemical and monitors. High-level infestations, that's when I start thinking about heat because people have so much stuff. Right. And it's just what it's going to take to get the bugs out of there. Let's go for heat. But you got to have the right heat system. Not all heat, heat systems are the same at all. Yeah, it's like with everything else. you got to find what's really working that's and right. make sure it works for you. Yeah, and we have a lot of small heat systems out there that just don't have the firepower we need to go in and treat a whole room that's full of stuff. So... What do you do for fun outside of this wonderful world of bed bugs and German cockroaches? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, years ago, I might have said something different, but one of the things that the bed bug has provided me, and I'm like one of the few people probably grateful for the bed bug, okay, is that I've gotten to do a lot of international travel. And even though it's usually associated with work, I've been able to go all over the world and work with the India Pest Control Association, the Pest Control Association in Mexico and things like that, and then see their countries, meet their people. You know, That's it's awesome. been, yes, it's been a wonderful life. And I have to thank the bed bug for that. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see over here? The insurance company has edible insects. Did would you eat a bug? I have eaten several of them, and let me tell you, in Asia, in Thailand in particular, you know, you can go to the night market and they'll have scorpions on skewers. They sell a lot of insects to eat there. Unfortunately, I'd rather put something else in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, agreed. They they taste okay, but just not great. I'd rather have something else. The chocolate covered one was good, but it was the chocolate. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. 
So, you, I mean, and you see this, all the technology coming down the pipe. Um, what do you think is the next big tech thing for bed bugs or in general for the pest control industry? I think it's going to be more about how we apply things rather than the uh, chemistry and stuff itself because it's very hard to get chemistry registered in the United States because of the Food Quality Protection Act in 1996 and it just doesn't make sense to develop new chemistries for indoor use because the market's not big enough. Right. So any new products would come out would be for corn or alfalfa or something like that. Um, but I can see a lot of non-chemical methods becoming more useful to us. Um, definitely, I'm looking at a new methodology of getting German cockroaches out of public housing instead of going in there and spraying. And we gotta remember, we've sprayed for 50 years. We're not using the same phones we used 50 years ago. Right. We've gotta come up with new ideas and new applications. And the bugs are looking at us going, we've seen your spray. <laughs> so but we've got to New York Health Department um, did something like that where they were going in they were identifying um, through the hospitals in New York City asthma patients and asked, they had a whole series of questions that they would ask and then um, what, whatever the questions were, they would say, okay, we want to come to your apartment and check for roaches. And if they found the roaches, it was a series of vacuuming and cleaning and mm -hmm. caulking and true uh, exclusion basically and then take them out of vacuum and limited chemical. Yeah. And then as the, as the PMP, you could earmark certain apartments like you have to follow up it was a severe infestation right. they might need a liquid application or let's do like true IPM right and I think like you said we are that is going to be the next thing yeah. and, and even with bed bugs this is going to be seek and destroy and the destroy is going to be a different kind yes. of destroy and it's going to we're going to need all the tools available for bed bugs right now I'm looking at using baits for cockroaches in these wax paper squares and we are not asking the resident to clean anything this is a whole new way of looking at it and so basically what we're doing is leaving the roaches in place not asking the resident to disturb them or scatter them right before we come there to treat and then we bring them bait in these little wax paper squares, like serving them ice cream, and we have had amazing results. But we're putting out 60 grams of bait, 30 grams of bait. So this is a lot more bait than we've ever put out in the past. That's great, though. Yeah. I got a question. What did your family think when you, when you got into pest control of bugs? Well, I have to say my mother initially was very proud of me with the idea that, oh, my daughter is a professor at a university. But then people would ask her what I studied, and at that time it was German roaches. <laughs> and she would say, I don't know, something in biology. Okay, but then bed bugs started to come around. I started studying bed bugs, and they were in the newspaper. They were on the news and stuff like that. So then my mother started telling everybody that I was studying bed bugs. So obviously, bed bugs are a step up that's cool, from German yeah. cockroaches, that, at least in my mother's funny. mind. Yeah, you know, along those lines, two stories. I worked in a bank, and it came. Up, I started doing pest control on Saturdays, and I, you know, they offered me a full time job. I said, Yeah, my mother's. We sent you to twelve years of Catholic school. And now you're a goddamn rat catcher? I'm like, yeah. Thank God my father saw the light. And um, it, it, was, it was really, you, know, you make a lot of decisions in life. Yeah. This was one of the good ones that uh, worked out well, thank God. So and that was your defining moment? One of? Yeah, I've, I've had several. I've had, a, I've, had a, I've had a great time in 50 yeah. years. You know, just meet so many wonderful people, et cetera. And, exactly. And I saw the, I saw the business evolve. From, from, from a job actually into a real bona fide trade, something to be right. respected, and, um, and as we educate the customers more. 
we, we become a better people in their eyes. Exactly. In their eyes, yeah. Exactly. And you know what really helped? First time we used a, a, a professor. Professors come in one of your seminars. I'm like, yeah, what are they talking about? Like, <laughs> talking about bugs. What? And it just never dawned on anybody. So it, it opened up a whole new area of respectability. Well, the, the industry has come leaps and bounds from 1969. 67. Uh, so he, more leaps and bounds. So he just said one of the, his defining moments. Do you have a defining moment? I absolutely do. Um, so I was sitting at UCLA. I was a geography ecosystems major. And I come from a family background that I was really surprised I got to go to college at all. I went to community college and worked during the day for seven years before I went to college full time. And I was sitting there, I was a geography ecosystems major, and I, the cover of Time Magazine at that time had a picture of the globe on fire saying we were destroying the rainforest and that we would destroy all these animals and most of them would be insects. And it flashed across my mind at that time, well, maybe I should study insects. And I'd never had that thought before. And all of a sudden, what I now know is a pentatomid stink bug landed on my notebook. <laughs> and it crawled up on my finger and I was looking at it and I'd had a friend who had passed away recently and I was like, Jeff, is that you? And the pentatomid stink bug says, no, I'm somebody else. But that was the sign. Yeah. And I went on from there to start studying insects and started working at the Los Angeles uh, Museum of Natural History with Dr. Art Evans and his insect zoo. And that kind of set me on the path. And then... I got a call from a professor at the University of Florida that said I had to come and see their sewage treatment plant. And I'm like, no one has ever said that to me before. <laughs> and I'm wearing all black, I'm living in LA, and I'm waiting tables, and I'm applying for grad schools. And he's like, yep, and we're catching eight pounds of American cockroaches a night. I don't know how you could possibly pass that up. And then he said <laughs> the magic words. He goes, if you go from studying beetles, which is what I thought I would do, to cockroaches, I'll fund you all the way through the PhD. And from that time to this, that is the single best decision I've yeah. ever made, yeah. was to go That's there and great. study those roaches. Do you have anything you want to plug? I will be at the Global Bedbug Summit. I'm going to be at the Purdue Conference this year. So this will be an awesome time. And I'll be talking about cockroaches and bedbugs at both of them. That's everybody's favorite topic, right? Yeah. <laughs> cockroaches are bread and butter. They are in New York. That's that's what I know. Cockroaches are totally awesome. And mm. I've got some of the best infestations you'd ever want to see. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So once again, Deanie Miller from Virginia Tech. Since bedbugs have come up, she's been all over giving us great information. Thank you again for being on Colony Confidential and stopping by. Oh, it was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Great talking to you. Hi, this is Deanie Miller, and I have the pleasure of hanging out with these fine gentlemen at Colony Confidential right now. And I just wanted to tell you about the Virginia Tech Bedbug and Urban Pest Management Center. If you need any information on bedbugs or cockroaches, please give us a call. What's the phone number to call? 540-231-4045. The reason we got so many women is because we're good looking. Yes. You know what else it is too? What? My hair. <laughs> well, sure ain't mine. The producer's concern is that we're interviewing too many women. Uh, Ed Sheehan would like to elaborate on that. Well, it's, it's something we can't help because of our charming personality and good looks and svelte bodies that these women come over to us and uh, it's just, you know, I mean, we're trying to... We can't help what we attract. Yeah. And now with my new flowing hair like Samson, it's just, it's forget about it, it's a game changer. 
<laughs> but you know, talking about old friends, I made new friends too. I got I, I met Dan the Man from Boston. I got Alan from wherever he's from. Oh, Louisiana. And I got some other guy who um, he passed out last night. Uh, forget his name. He's good, he's good guy to hang he's, out with. He's a lot from of fun. Mississippi. Yeah, he's a Mississippi boy. He's something with insurance, but good guy, a lot of fun. But I uh, had to kick him around and dust him off this morning to get him up. And he's, nah, but he was up like he just like our boy Johnny Timex. No, no, he was not down at his booth on time. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yes, he was. Johnny Timex was down at his booth at six in the morning. Well, the difference this, is this guy was still counting know. sheep. This yeah. guy was still counting sheep. And they, no, there's only one Johnny Timex. All right, you're right. And this guy, I didn't see Johnny Timex ask for Johnny Timex did not ask for aspirins. This guy's looking for aspirins. Uh, that means, as good as he is, not in the same class as Johnny Timex. All right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's fine. I like the guy, but you know, uh, uh, you gotta, you gotta call, you gotta see quality and uh, appreciate it. I'm partial to Johnny Timex myself. Okay, man, we got no problem there. And, you know, we met a lot of, uh, some cool ideas. I actually ate, I actually ate a cricket. And if you ever go to one of these things with Alan, uh, and he has all these crickets with different flavors, get the chocolate cover one, because you really don't taste the cricket. <laughs> Patrice is going to eat one before we leave. Wow. And, and when you eat one, he gives you a little sticker that says, I ate a bug. You know, how can you go, how can you leave here without that sticker? Just, you know, it's, it's bogus. Matter of fact, when I finish this podcast, I'm going over there and eating another bug, and I'm putting it on my colony hat. This way, you know, people will know, like, I'm really legit or screwed up. You take your pick. Screwed up. All right. Whatever. You know what? If you're making money and you're screwed up and you don't hurt anybody, screwed up's not a bad thing. I always tell people there's no. two things you need to know in pest control. Uh, there's no crying. There's a lot of cursing. But apparently there's three things. The, you need to be a good drinker <laughs> would be number three. So um, if you're not a drinker, get some ginger ale and fake it. But uh, I think a lot of business gets done at a bar uh, in this place. So there's, uh, there's been rumors. There's, there's rumors about you going on a date with somebody. How true is that? Um, dun, dun, dun. I stumped him. That, I stumped him. Uh, you know, I, I think that's a wish on your part. But uh, listen, you know me. I'm like God. I love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.